Today, we spent the entire afternoon, morning, afternoon, hanging out in the middle of the park in Long Beach, California. We are in a location called Rainbow Lagoon, which is right next to the Long Beach Convention Center, and right where they have the Toyota Grand Prix in Long Beach every year. Um, but we are attending the Pagan Pride Day Los Angeles Orange County event. It happens every year. And for a change, I'm hanging out in the vendor area. Yeah, if uh, you couldn't tell by the background noise, we are on location. So, Yay. yeah, it, any background noise or wind or anything like that, Wait, please. Just let it go. Yeah. Just yeah. chill, dude. <laughs> yeah, so we're live, and uh, but it's recording. Yes, yes, this is recording, but we are doing this live on location. Uh, with that, uh, today's been busy. Like, there have been a lot of people that have stopped by the booth today. A lot of fellow pod podcasters, too, which I love. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to checking out everybody else's podcast because I'm truly fascinated by learning more about what other people are doing. But we saw a lot of friends yep. and made new friends, and I'm hoping that we will have uh, many more new listeners after hanging out with us. Yeah, uh, we had a lot of people seem really interested in what we're doing, and that was that was cool to hear people's feedback on doing different things and hear from the other podcasters uh, how they do their setups. They were actually impressed with the new uh, sound barriers that we have in place. I'm hoping they help. Um, but yeah, we do have some background noise. I think they'll bleed through just because there is so much going on. Uh, I've been hearing that this is one of the busiest Pagan Pride Days in a long time here. Um, well, okay, so for at least 12 years, I managed the stage and entertainment. And I didn't usually get to see much because I was pretty much stuck in that one spot. So uh, it's to me, it looks like there was a really great turnout and a wonderful array of different ages, ethnicities, pagan paths, a very fabulous mix. I'm completely ecstatic to see all, everybody that's here yeah it's I, I went around and visited some of our friends at the shops nearby us and uh, it's been really exciting uh, especially uh, some of our friends from like uh, Dragon Marsh and Dragon of the Rose they've said that they've had a great turnout this year so that yeah. that's been good uh, yeah we're camped out next to Butterfly Moon who yep. are um, two very dear friends of mine and I am completely happy that we were camped next to them. I, I requested it, so yay! Yeah, they were uh, giving you a little bit of a hard time uh, for being late this morning. Whatever. I like, got here. It's not like we were selling anything. No. You know? They're like, I've known her for 14 years and I've never seen her be on time. I'm like, yeah. it's okay. I was close to on time. Well, okay, to be fair, whatever on time is, uh, my presence wasn't always required because the stuff that was being done wasn't by me. This is so true. I just needed to be here before the artists showed up. And with regards to this booth, we aren't selling anything. Right. We're just giving away free candy. Free candy and uh, information. Oh my gosh, the free candy was a hit. 
Especially with a certain set of kids. Yeah, there was one set of kids came up six freaking times. It was really funny. She's like, oh, I need one more from my brother. We're like, yeah, brother, air quotes. Uh-huh, your brother. Yep. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute until the sixth time where she just ran up, grabbed a handful, and then took off. I'm like, come on. Let your mom know. Yeah. We don't want to get you all hyped up on sugar and then get yelled at by your mom, so. Yeah, last thing we need. Uh, and you found an interesting painting. I did. I'm so excited. I was over at uh, Celtic Jackalope. And yes, that is their name. And I found this really amazing painting that is a mixture of variety of things. Uh, I will take a picture of it and put it on the, um, the page. But it, it's of uh, the Egyptian god Ra. But it's a little more than that got a nice mixture of stuff in there it's just beautiful and it's nicely matted and framed and it's like ready to go and considering there are no pieces of artwork on my house right now I'm totally looking forward to putting it up yeah you're you're going through a little bit of a rough time with your house going on and everything yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah I don't want to talk about it right now yeah no I don't blame you I, but there have been a, a lot of interesting vendors here too uh, you mentioned Celtic Jack uh, Jackalope I was like wait we're across from the Crooked Path, the Cult Apothecary. Um, there's also Raven's Flight, which is just off to the side there. There are so many fabulous uh, vendors here. A lot of really great stuff. Yep, definitely a lot of cool vendors. Uh, now, Pagan Pride isn't just an Orange County, L.A. thing. There are Pagan Prides all across the country, right? And some other countries, too. So, if you're interested... Take a look and see if there's one in your area or someplace that you can go to. They are usually held in September, close to the um, equinox. Mm -hmm. But in L.A., because it's so freaking hot, we postpone it uh, to October. And so then it's much cooler, but it's just right. It's like just it's mm -hmm. like 75 degrees today, maybe as high as 78. It you got, got the, up to 84, but... Did it? Oh. Yeah. It didn't feel like it because we were under the shade. We were under shade. the shade. But you've got the ocean breeze coming in because we're right on the ocean. And it's a beautiful location, a wonderful experience. Um, and then there's this huge grassy area for the rituals and for uh, gathering and picnics and things like that. It's wonderful. In case you didn't hear us over the uh, car right there. Uh, there's a beautiful grassy area with uh, space for rituals and yeah and there's a reflecting lake mm -hmm. I think it is lagoon yes yes Hence so, the rainbow of, lagoon yes lots of friends cruising around saying hello stopping by yep. so. but we wanted to take the opportunity today just to share what we were up to uh, we've also spoken with a few people for planning future podcast so oh yeah i'm looking forward to uh collaborating with a couple of the people that we've met there's mm -hmm. been some oh seriously i you, you can't even see my, mm, i'm super excited about it i'm really glad that we met some folks i'm also really glad to the uh, thank you to all the people that walked up to us today and who have been listening to our podcast and gave us some feedback that how much they enjoyed it because we actually haven't heard very much from anybody mm -hmm. um every now and again somebody might like a post but for the most part, we haven't gotten a lot of feedback until people see us in person. So um, please put it out there and let us ways. know that you guys are enjoying what we're, what we're doing. We have a lot more coming up. 
uh, with more interviews and oh, yeah and actually while we were here I just requested I think three or four more people to interview um, because we already have a grocery list and I know that but there's so many cool people that I totally want to share their stories with everybody else. Yeah, and there's a couple uh, podcasts I'd like to work with and just kind of do maybe a few parts with them and work with them on just doing some of their some of their work. Yeah, there was the LGBT group. Uh, yes. There was one that you were just speaking with that did... Uh, sex Ed. Yeah, uh, 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 they're called Remedial Sex Ed. I yeah. totally can't wait to check their, their podcast out. So that'll be a fun one. And then another one swung by, and I've got their card. I've got to actually look it up, so don't mind me while I do that. He's going to do something. Anyway, I'm going to talk about the dogs that have been walking by. It's been a really awesome parade of dogs cruising through here. So it's a it's dog and kid-friendly area, um, another thing that I like. And I will say that, fortunately... If there have been any protesters that sometimes happen at Pagan Pride events, I haven't really seen any. There might have been some, but nothing really major because the turnout here is fabulous. Huge, huge event. If you get the opportunity to come out to Los Angeles and attend Pagan Pride Day, LA, Orange County, I totally recommend it. It's a great time. Uh, And the other podcast was Gifts of the Weird, W-Y-R-D. Yeah. And uh, they stopped that's by. That's new for him. Yeah. What? Is that new for you? Weird? No, it just, I wanted to make sure that I established it. And it's W-Y, yes. Yes. And, and on top of that, I've only had two hours of sleep, so. Oh, yeah, we didn't get a lot of sleep. More doggies. Yep. Some beautiful dogs. There was a wolf dog earlier. Oh, yeah, there was an Irish wolfhound cruising around. It was so beautiful. So. Uh, I didn't have anybody in particular to interview while we were here. Was there anybody that you wanted to talk to, or do you just want to get them later when they're not running around busy? You know, I didn't anticipate everybody being this busy. It's It's every person I've spoken to, they've been like, I haven't had a moment's rest. It's been hectic, but it's been an awesome hectic. Yeah, no, everybody seems to be, I mean, I've been hearing, um, yeah, when I talked to uh, Karen at Dragon of the Rose, she's like, we're meeting our numbers. It's great. So they're doing well, and everybody around us seems to be doing really well. Yeah, yeah, it's been really awesome. And uh, we managed to get some new tech set up so that we could do this, actually, because uh, we were a little, we didn't have, we don't have power. So we're doing this actually off of a really cool battery pack set up with a solar uh, unit so we'll be able to go out to other events where we don't necessarily have to have power which is an awesome kind of element because pagans don't necessarily think about tech in the future <laughs> right well some folks don't yeah some of us, us, do. us yeah when you got tech nerds yeah we're also pagans yeah it's it's been busy it's been a consistent flow of people um a lot of people asking about meetup. Yeah, our booth is confusing to people, and I'm okay with that because it asks, it forces people to come talk to us. So there's a giant meetup sign in the front because, um, as some folks may or may not know, I run the Orange County Pagan Witches and Heathens meetup, and been doing that 17 years. And I also said to all other meetup groups, if they weren't hosting a particular booth, that we would be the touchstone for everybody else. So I posted that in the other meetup groups. 
and a lot of people have come up who are just looking to make new friends and asking about meetup and maybe they didn't realize that there might be a meetup in their area so then I was talking to them about that but also we have our banner for our podcast in the background and they would look and see the mics and the banner and then they'd look at the meetup sign they were completely confused <laughs> yeah I was like you do meet or they would be like you do podcasts for meetup like no we have a podcast and we're also meeting point for meetup so it was it was good to be able to kind of talk to people get them to interact so that was fun and uh yeah so then we got we got that going on and then of course all the other podcasters that cruise through oh seriously so cool um but yeah i've uh this has been a really fun year for me because normally I've, I'm just buried in work and and this time I even though we're, we're kind of working we're yeah. also kind of having a lot of fun with this so yeah we both got to take a minute and just kind of go see all the booths um, the cool thing is is I've started making a lot of friends with different people in the community so it's been fun to meet all them and see all them out here yeah and that that's been good that's been really good and it kind of gives you that sense of community uh at least for me uh, yeah the one the one thing i did hear the most were from people who were in certain areas of los angeles county and that they were struggling to find community and i'm aware that there are lots of workshops and rituals and gatherings but los angeles if you don't live in southern california then you might not be aware of the uh, scale the scale of los angeles and when i say los angeles i mean the county not just the city because the city is itself is pretty los angeles proper is fairly large but the county is huge and it's a it takes a long time to get from one part to another so a lot of folks are struggling to find a way of connecting and so one Mm -hmm. of the things one of the main reasons that i got involved with meetup was strictly to create my community in Orange County, we were very disconnected because Orange County is very conservative. So most people were like in the room closet. And then they stopped, they started coming out to the meetups and they started networking. And they didn't have to be in the room closet as much, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Los Angeles is a much larger scale area to try and network. And, and that traffic. It's a lot of traffic. So. Um, I was just trying to help as many people as I could try and find some places that are local to them. Yeah, we had uh, some people stop out from Riverside. and Unfortunately, Riverside Inland Empire doesn't have a whole lot, as far as I'm aware of. I know there's a, a shop or two out there. There's a lot. There's actually several shops, but the networking to connect the community is not as well established. There, there have been groups. There have been meetups. There, It's just it's a lot of work to run these groups and if you're not getting a lot of feedback that's helpful and you're not getting people that are that are willing to participate it gets to a point where it's just it's not a priority for an organizer any longer mm-hmm. so in everything you know the thing that disappoints me about our community is that there's a lot of people that want something to be established but then they may not be interested in doing the work that it takes to make it happen some of that i think boils down to they don't feel like they're qualified yeah i don't know about that i think some of it is just life yeah it's a lot of work to put on an event or uh you know 
organize a thing. And so I think some folks just don't mm. don't know that they have the time available to That's true. do the work that it takes. Or they just they just don't know how to start. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely a part of it. But uh, speaking from experience, and you can attest to this more than I can, it takes a lot of work, a lot of effort to put something together and then to keep it going. Oh yeah. Uh, you've been doing the Orange County one for 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. This this uh, November is my 17th year. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so uh, it's hmm, it takes a lot of willpower, and it's better when you have a good team. When I first started with Meetup, we had this really fabulous group of people that were, as I call them, the the original crew, mm-hmm. the OGs, and um, they were great because they were always there. They always, you know, chipped in. Seriously, wonderful group of people. And then, you know, life takes takes place and people mm-hmm. move away or they... Um, Families. Jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff happens. And so then things change. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and then other people come in and then they sort of, you know, take place. And uh, the ones that have stepped out and stuff. But it's, it's a lot of... It still always takes more than you know, one person. And mm-hmm. if it's one person doing the work all the time, they're at risk for burnout. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I know other community leaders talk about, whether you're a leader of a coven, a leader of a meetup, a leader of a, a event like this, you can only do it for so long by yourself. Otherwise you have to have a crew of dedicated people who are willing to help out. And if you don't have people that are willing to help out, eventually that person's going to have to quit. And that event or gathering or whatever it is that's going on may fall by the wayside and not happen again. And then people are like, where do I go? Well, it helps if you all step up at least a little bit. And it, it, it doesn't take a lot to help. I mean, something as simple as... Uh, like re- get the word out. Get the word out. Uh, reserving the tables. Yeah, volunteering to do just one task. It doesn't yeah. have to be the whole thing. Definitely not the whole thing, you know. Not everybody's that got that much time, especially if you have families and jobs and, mm-hmm. you know. But just like uh, like for this event, this particular event, they uh, need volunteers to do security, to do setup, to do cleanup, um, and they needed people to do do runners between um, workshops and uh, you know different things, and. You know, we get all we get people that volunteer, but you know, more often than not, people flake out. Mm-hmm. And so then you're hoping that you have this crew of say, 17, but then only five show up. So, and I get it, life happens, and so then sometimes people can't show up. But when a lot of some peoples don't step up, then things kind of fall onto other people's shoulders, and it's more burden than a lot of people can yeah and, consistently and, do year after year after year and it's disheartening when you have people who volunteer and you know they have really no intention of actually following through like there are people in our own community in other things that I do that I I know like when somebody says oh yeah I'll do this I already know that that's gonna fall back on me oh, because yeah. yeah sometimes but I, I think um, <laughs> what I was thinking also was the the people that 
um, that complain about well, where did this, you know, how come this isn't happening, or why isn't this going on? So right. Help out a little. Right. And, and or, worse yet, you get the volunteers, they're dedicated, and then you don't thank them. Thank your volunteers. Thank thank the people that help out. Yeah. You know? That, that's a big part of it. And, and thank the people that do the work, the people that, that host these events, that, that organize these things. You know, as, as a attendee, or as a volunteer, you know, the people that are that are doing the heavy lifting for these events, thank them as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, absolutely, and take their feedback because they're going to be the ones that give you the most valuable feedback mm-hmm. for moving forward and making it successful in the future. Yep. Um, but while we're doing that, I want to take this moment to uh, openly thank everyone who organized and planned uh, Pagan Pride LAOC this year because without them this wouldn't have happened. Right. As, as, a, as somebody who's classified as a vendor, you know, this gave us a chance to show people our platform and without uh, people like Morgana. Morgana, there we go. And Brian. And Brian. You know, they they put out put a lot of work into this you know and, and everybody who's been on the board they've done a lot of work mm-hmm. and in some cases they put in a lot of their own personal finances yeah you know um, and it isn't just this one day it's the month leading up to this one day absolutely I you know, know that uh, uh, candy as well mm-hmm. you know did a lot of the patreon stuff and the cause this takes a lot of money to put on this type it does. of event. Uh, Karen does raffles through her store. Right. And like They've done like uh, swap meets and all kinds of fundraising events that in the months leading up to this event. So, yeah. And even while they're here, they're still doing some fundraising. Yep, absolutely. So it's awesome to have them doing that. There's actually a raffle going on right now. I have to go check and see if I won anything. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yep. Forgot everybody. They came over with tickets, and we're like, "Okay, we'll take a bunch of tickets." And then. Yep. I, I checked when I was doing my walk earlier, but I haven't been back since. Oh, so. I wondered where you went because because your roommate kept coming over, and then you would you would just left, and I'm like, "But he was just here," and they were doing this sort of tag team thing where they were kind of missing each other. It was really actually funny. Yeah, I I ended up chasing her down and talking with her and. Seeing what she was up to, so that was I'm that was glad fun. To see her. I'm glad to see a lot of people. Yeah, they're super cool. Everybody's been super awesome and great. Did you see any of the rituals? Because I actually didn't see any of them. I didn't get to see any of them. Um, we were talking to so many people. I I was hoping that we'd at least get to the one o'clock, and we didn't get to. And there was a big rush. There were so many people, and and it was like every time I thought I could okay break. And then all of a sudden, like, five or six people would come up to our booth and they would ask us questions. And I was like, okay. Um, and then and then I realized, oh, weren't there things going on? I totally lost mm-hmm. track of time. I didn't even know what time it was until we started this um, yeah, recording. It, we didn't get to start the recording until almost an hour before it's done. That's how busy we were today. Yeah. It's it, great, though. It was awesome to speak with people and share what we do and just be generally helpful to people too so 
but I cannot emphasize enough. Support your local community. Support your local stores. You know, your, uh, the smaller mom and pop stores and vendors and whatnot. And support your community if you, if you have one and if you're still looking for your community. You can always contact me and I could probably help you. Because uh, one of my weird superpowers is uh, social networking. And if there isn't one there, I'm willing to bet that there are people there that want to establish one. Right. So I have suggestions if you need any help in trying to do that. Yep. Um, I've been fairly successful with other folks who are in more limited areas, but um, or not as limited areas, but also in limited areas. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, one thing that I thought about doing, but I didn't bring the jar for was donations. donations and yeah it was more of a I don't think it would have meshed as well no I think the uh, candy bowl was a much better you know the candy bowl actually because we're not selling anything and I figure it's close to Halloween and you know who doesn't like sugar so right you you tempted several people out of their diets I wasn't being mean just one small piece yeah. They didn't have to have it right away. They could have it later on. So, uh, again, we had a fabulous time. We hope that if you were here, you also had a fabulous time. And we would love to hear from you. So please uh, leave some feedback for us. Leave some comments. Reach out to us if you have uh, anything that you would like to share with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you were here and have a story that you want to share with us, feel free to do so on any of our social media pages or as a comment on their website. Thank you so much.